This is Ask BBB, bringing you information from and about BBB accredited businesses so that consumers are better informed about goods and services they're purchasing or contracting. I'm Jim Swan, and your host on Ask BBB is CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario, Jennifer Matthews. Good morning, Jennifer. Thanks, Jim. Good morning, everyone. While the arrow of time continues its flight and has brought us to the middle of February, but it's Cupid's arrow that has everyone's interest as we approach February 14th. And we'll talk to someone who helps Cupid's arrow fly by creating gift baskets. And later this morning, we'll review things to watch for so you aren't wounded by a romance scam. Well, we've all heard that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, but science has shown that that's just as true for women. And so with that, we have invited Mark Graham, the owner of the Clock Tower Inn in Strathroy, to join us with some dining ideas for this weekend of romance. Welcome to Ask BBB, Mark. Good morning, Jim and Jennifer. How are you doing? Fantastic. Thank you. So Valentine's Day is now just two days away. And before we talk about celebrating that Valentine's Day, let's review the current COVID precautions that might still be in place for your restaurant. So right now we are still uh, uh, getting uh, vaccine proof, proof of vaccination from everybody with QR codes. Uh, there are some that don't have the QR codes. We're still accepting the uh, paper documents for now until everybody gets the proper coding. And as always, we're doing a full sanitation of the restaurant throughout. The servers are all masked and goggled for their protection. We're keeping our social distancing in place for the entire restaurant. And we're now working at half capacity. Restaurants over the past couple of years have been surviving by providing takeout and the food is still fantastic, but the dining experience is quite different. So how important to the dining experience is that ambiance and the role of the server? It is very important and we've done well, very well with our takeout uh, services, but it's actually being in the restaurant feeling the warmth and the decor and the, communi- the, the, com- uh, the communication with all the customers the face-to-face, one-on-one stuff that people have really been missing. And to be able to come in and sit down and be served and feel comfortable, it's, it's very, very important. Can you expand a little bit, Mark, on the role of the server and how you cho- choose the people who are part of your uh, restaurant experience? Well, personality is a big thing with my servers. Uh, experience also helps. We've, also, we've trained from nothing to really good servers. We've had some servers that can fully train. Uh, their personality and being able to interact with the customers on a friendly, happy basis at all times, that's what really makes the experience for, the, for our guests. And their knowledge of the menus and our wine list and everything so they can guide people through their dining choices. And what will you be doing at the Clock Tower Inn to create that special Valentine's atmosphere? So this year, uh, we, we always do a special menu on Valentine's Day. Uh, so this year we have a, a, a Four, a three-course menu. So it's a price fix menu. So there's four really nice entrees. You get an appetizer and dessert included with the price. Uh, we have some special wine features going on, beautiful rosés for Valentine's, and some special Valentine's cocktails that we've created uh, just to help make it feel a little more special. And Valentine's Day is just one of the occasions we can celebrate. If we're planning a special occasion event like a birthday or an anniversary or maybe even a cabin fever reliever, how far in advance should we start making those arrangements? Well, this is the special occasion restaurant. Everybody comes here for their birthdays and anniversaries and everything. 
And the farther ahead you can plan, the better. Uh, we tend to book out on Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays in the evenings. So if you want to get that reservation, you want to have your party here for that special event, you're better to book it in advance. And it's called the Clock Tower Inn. So could we make that special occasion a full getaway and retire to a suite at the inn? Absolutely. Uh, again, uh, booking in advance is important because a lot of our rooms, we only have eight rooms. So a lot of them book out ahead of time for weddings and groups. But if you want to make it that special weekend and come down, have dinner, maybe do a wine tour in the area or some of the craft breweries and kind of connect everything together, it's best to book in advance. Can you tell us a bit more about the accommodations there and the, the, a bit of the history of the Clock Tower Inn? So the inn uh, came, came into being about uh, 12, 15 years ago. Uh, so we have eight rooms, all of them done in Victorian style. Uh, four executive suites, we call them, which are larger suites on the first floor. And then a small, or four smaller suites on the top floor. All of them very well appointed, all beautifully decorated, uh, and very comfortable and warm to stay in. So it sounds as though you get away not just from everyday life, but uh, in, in a time uh, way as well. Absolutely. Because it's a 135 year old building, so there's a lot of character here that you don't get in the, like, the big chain motels and things like that. Mark, the Clock Tower Inn supports both the mission and the objectives of the Better Business Bureau by maintaining accreditation. Can you share with us how important is that accreditation to you and your clientele? Well, we want to show uh, that we're doing everything right. We want to have a good quality business. We want to be honest with our customers. Uh, we want to be you know, a forefront forerunner in the restaurant business. Uh, so it's very important for us to have that accreditation uh, from, from the Better Business Bureau. Mark, you um, said we should book ahead, and here we are now just two days away from Valentine's. Is it uh, too late for us to book something today, Saturday or Sunday? Saturday, we're pretty much booked up. But on Monday for Valentine's Day, we still have some openings for our 5 o'clock seating and our 8 o'clock seating. Our six our six thirty seating is now completely booked, and uh, you're closed on Sunday. I take it, and we're closed on Sundays. Yeah, great. Well, Mark, it's been wonderful talking to you this morning. We want to thank you for joining us on Ask BBB. Thank you very much. My pleasure. We've been talking with Mark Graham, the owner and chef of the Clock Tower Inn, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A plus rating. Consult the BBB.org directory for links to their website and to their social media pages. We'll return in a moment with a basket of gift ideas. Welcome back to Ask BBB with Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB, serving Western Ontario. I'm Jim Swan. When Valentine's Day rolls around, there are some businesses and services that are in high demand. Flowers are very obvious, and it's quite likely that there will be a big rush on roses. Besides flowers, though, what might you send your Valentine? Cheryl Ann Stachow is the owner of Boodles of Baskets and joins us now with some ideas. Good morning, Cheryl Ann. Good morning. So has this been a busy week for you at Boodles of Baskets? For sure. Valentine's is always a very busy time for us. And 
besides baskets for holidays, such as Valentine's, um, or we think of Christmas baskets, what are some of the other occasions that people might order gift baskets from you? Um, we get a lot of birthday, get well. We've done a lot of get well and sympathy over the last year and a half. Um, but we do a lot of birthday gifts for both adults and children. We, with COVID, we've done a lot of uh, virtual meetings where customers will send, because they're not in an office and they can't put out donuts and treats, they'll send little gift packs to all of their employees. And then the employees will open those gift packs and enjoy them during the meetings. So that's been something new that we've been doing since COVID. And how did Boodles of Baskets become an international service, not just local or regional? It was really based on need. We have uh, customers who have clients and family, both in the United States and Canada, and they wanted to send them the exact same gift and they wanted to have one supplier so that if they had any concerns or questions, they could come to that one person. So we did our research, um, learned what we needed to do and to do the paperwork and everything. And then we started offering it pretty much right from the very beginning. What role did the internet play in developing the international aspect of your business, uh, Cheryl Ann? The internet totally changed everything. We were very lucky to come in at the very beginning of the internet, pretty much. Um, we started in 1995 and I went online in 1999 and that made a huge difference. We became a worldwide company or we get orders from all over the world. We ship anywhere in Canada and the USA. So it, it really was a blessing. It's grown beyond anything that I could have ever imagined. And how do you manage that international delivery? Well, being a border city, we're so lucky because we can pretty much deliver as quickly in the USA as we can in Canada. And we do that by partnering with FedEx. We've started with a transborder distribution system with them. And what we do is we design the gifts, we build them, we box them, and then we do all the paperwork. We hand it off to a local courier that we've arranged with FedEx. He brings them directly to a FedEx location. So they actually ship nationally. They don't ship internationally. They ship nationally from a U.S. location to a U.S. location. So they go a lot quicker. Um, it also saves our customers. We're able to offer really good rates for shipping to the United States because we don't have to do that international hub sort of thing. And if we're looking at doing a custom basket, perhaps for a business or a large corporation that might include their product or reflect their service, is that something that you're able to help us with? Yes, we, we deal a lot with corporations and businesses doing gifts for them. And we, we will help them with their budget, we'll help them with the design, in, including if they wanted to incorporate their mugs or you know different items that they have. We can do imprinted ribbon. We have an imprinted ribbon service where we can put their company name and message on a ribbon for their gift. We provide them with a multi-order spreadsheet. So we, we work really hard to make gift giving for them as easy and stress-free as possible. Does that kind of link in with what you mentioned earlier about sending out uh, product to staff as, as well? Um, and do you see that as something that may continue even beyond uh, the COVID protocols? 
of the virtual I do. Meeting. I think it's something, it's going to be something that's going to be continued. I think a lot of companies from what I've been hearing are going to keep having staff stay at home for a lot of situations. And it, it really, even though it's been a very difficult time, it's been a, a growth time as well. It's taught us that we don't need to all be in an office and that people can be very productive from their home. Um, so I, I do think it's going to continue. So when you that basket arrives for the meeting, uh, is that an extra link? Do you, what sort of feedback do you get from companies about that? We have a lot of repeat, repeat orders from these companies. So we know that they're really enjoying it, that the recipients are really enjoying the guests. Um, what we try to do is we try to ship them out all to arrive on a, say a day or two before. So regardless if it's going to BC or if it's going to Ontario, we'll send each one out on a specific day so that they all arrive kind of at the same time. So there's that, that excitement because they're all getting it at the same time and opening it um, live basically during their meetings. And so we've been having really good feedback. We've done some even where they, because it's going to a home, they'll send it to the family so that the kids have some candy and the wife has, you know, some teas and, it's just been really enjoyable. I've been enjoying creating those gifts. Cheryl Ann, it might be a little bit late for delivery for a Valentine basket, given that Valentine's Day is just two days away. But generally, how much lead time should we leave to plan for a delivery of a basket? It really depends where the gift is going. We have a very fast turnaround time. So if you order from us by noon, we will ship that same day. If you order after 12 on a weekend or a holiday, it's going to ship the next business day. So we can get it out really quickly, but then it depends on how long the transit time is with FedEx. Um, we, so if you're going to Ontario, Quebec, you're looking one, maybe two days. BC is three to four days. Um, out east is two to three days. We do offer overnight service as well and you know three-day services if you need to get it there on a specific day. Um, and you're in a rush, we can do that as well. But um, for the least expensive method, um, we just recommend ordering as soon as you know, there is an, a spot on our site where you can put a requested ship delivery date, and then we take it from there. We, we just enter the postal code into our software, and it tells us how many days it'll take to get there, and we ship it out so that it arrives then. And as a business owner, you have supported the aims and objectives of the Better Business Bureau by maintaining your accreditation with us. Can you tell us how important you feel it to be that your customers and you as a business person have this accreditation? I think it's very important. The Better Business Bureau is a great source for finding reputable companies and for checking reviews, which I highly recommend. I always tell our customers, don't read the reviews on the websites on the particular businesses' websites, go to an independent source like the Better Business Bureau and read the reviews and believe what you read. I've had too many times where customers have called me because they need a gift delivered because the company they ordered from didn't deliver, they weren't able to reach the company, and then they'll go on the Better Business Bureau and read the reviews and find out there's many, many people just like them. So it's important to know who you're ordering from. And uh, the Better Business Bureau, I believe, helps you do that. 
Well, we want to thank you, Sherilyn, for taking time this morning to talk about how we can send gift baskets to staff, to family, to friends. Um, and we appreciate your time this morning. You're welcome. You'll find a link to Boodles of Baskets when you search for them in the bbb.org directory. Boodles of Baskets is an accredited business with an A-plus rating, and we've been talking to the owner, Cheryl Ann Statchow. Next, when Cupid's arrow strikes and steals your heart and your money. And now back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with the host of Ask BBB, Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Well, Valentine's Day is coming up on Monday. It seems a good time then to remind folks that romance scams are still out there, Jennifer. Yes, they sure are. And besides being aware for yourself, you can also share the cautions with others. And as I said before the break, these scammers steal your heart and your money. Yes, losing money is bad, but these scams cause emotional pain as well. And that emotional harm is sometimes more painful than that loss of money. In most cases, the scam has gone on for months. The fraudster has built up trust and emotional attachment. And sometimes they will send flowers or small gifts as part of that scam. Wow. So, so that's, is that how they get started? So they use, uh, the scammers use dating websites, dating apps, Facebook, and other social media. And they are quite clever. They use stolen credit cards to join these sites and then build fake profiles. And they often make fake Facebook pages. In most cases, they will persuade the victim to move to another form of online communication like email or texting. So is that one of the red flags? It definitely is. The scammers want to communicate on platforms where they're not likely to be detected as frauds. The dating sites do check to find bogus profiles. So if you're asked to start contacting by email or text instead of through the dating site or app, be suspicious. So who do they target? So they target all types of people. Anyone can be a victim of a romance scam. Male, female, young, old, straight, gay, anyone who is lonely and looking for a relationship. You said earlier that the scams can go on for months. Yes, you can read about the stages of the scam in the report that is available on the BBB.org website. It details how the scammers slowly build that trust by finding out details of the victim's life, their dreams, family background, and their assets. During this stage, they will also isolate the victim. If the victim tells the fraudster that a friend or relative is asking questions, the scammer will urge the victim to question the motives of that friend or relative. These are con men, and con is short for confidence. Their whole scheme is designed to build confidence. They may take weeks, months, even a year before they feel the victim is attached and ripe for giving them money. So what advice can we leave people with this morning, just ahead of Valentine's Day? <laughs> well, just take the time to read the report on the BBB.org website, and it's titled Online Romance Scams. And if you're involved in an online relationship and have not actually or virtually met the person, then no matter how genuine it feels, be suspicious and talk to friends and family about it. Talk to friends and family is pretty important. It well, is. The, yeah, the fact that Monday is Valentine's Day is a good time to bring up the subject with anybody in your circle of friends or family who might be alone or looking for that relationship. And uh, Jennifer, just this past week, you made a pretty exciting announcement about uh, awards 
coming up with uh, BBB? So we did, Jim. Uh, our last awards, Business Integrity, were held in 2019. And due to COVID, we were unable to proceed with a um, organized event. But back this year, on June 16th, at the factory will be the BBB Torch Awards for Ethics, which celebrates for-profit and not-for-profit organizations that display acts of excellence and trust among their employees, customers, and communities. And along with that, we also host the BBB Spark Awards, which is an initiative that recognizes business owners aged 35 and under, or business owners of any age who have been in operation less than three years. It really will be great to have this live event, Jennifer. And if people want more information, they can go to bbb.org. That's bbb.org. And there you'll find, well, information, of course, uh, that we talk about all of the time. But the nomination forms are there as well for the Torch Awards and for the Spark Awards. And the nominations are due on the 7th of March, 2022. So Jennifer, some real excitement coming up. Sounds like it's going to keep you busy for a while. It will. We're excited to host our businesses and the community in celebration of these uh, business owners and their commitment to ethics. And that's our time for Ask BBB this time around. Remember, we like to hear from you. So contact us at hashtag AskBBB and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Pass along your comments and send us your guest suggestions. And thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jennifer Matthews. And I'm Jim Swan. Remember to Ask BBB. And start with trust.